Welcome to the Discover Universal podcast. Keep your hands and feet inside the vehicle. And watch your step on the moving walkway because we're taking you park to park to prepare you for your next visit. Let's Discover Universal. Welcome to the Discover Universal podcast. I'm Carrie, and I'm a clever girl. And I'm David. And hey, Carrie, mm. what do you call twin dinosaurs? Uh, what? Paradactyls. <laughs> we're starting this off with dad jokes? That's, Is that where we're at? Yeah. Okay. We'll get it out of the way now. <laughs> Enough. Today we are talking all about Jurassic Park inside Universal's Islands of Adventure. And Jurassic World. That's right. There's a lot to see over there. There is, including our brand new Jurassic World Velocicoaster. Very good. Got to experience that again. This time in the back row, it was a rollicking good time. Yeah, we're going to be talking all things Jurassic Park. We're talking the Jurassic Park River Adventure. Coming face-to-face with the Velociraptor, eating amazing food, running around, having a good time in Jurassic Park, all that awesome stuff. We can't wait to share it with you. Stick around to hear us ride some of the rides around the park. And we also got to talk with Shelby from Universal Creative about all things dino. So hold on to your... All right, Carrie, I don't want to build this up too big. I don't want to oversell this, but I feel like this could potentially be your favorite episode so far, if not ever. Listen. I have a very close relationship with Jurassic Park. I love this movie. I've loved it since I was a kid. My dad and I saw the movie in theaters when I was little. It brings back all that nostalgia. I just, uh, it, I love being immersed in all things dinosaur. And they did that, and they put it in a theme park, and we got to hang out there all day long. Yeah, we did. Yeah. It was an awesome day. If you've listened to our Islands of Adventure episode, yes. we kind of dug in on it a little bit. Sure. To give our listeners an overview of what they can expect to experience in going into Jurassic Park. There's attractions, of course. You're going to be immersed in some really amazing high thrills adventures. There's a little bit of uh, of sort of research, some science, of course, with Jurassic Park being a, such a, a scientific footprint in the community. There's the Discovery Center that you can see uh, baby dinosaurs being born and see kind of like the DNA and the fossils and sort of the backstory behind the parks. Uh, you can also eat some amazing food. You can play some great games out there. Uh, a ton of stuff for adults and kids to do. Um, it is just a really immersive environment. Yeah, so let's so let's dive in a little bit. All so right. obviously our brand new attraction, Jurassic World Velocicoaster, we love talking about it. We love riding it. Oh, it, yeah. It is that good. It, it is, is that, good. that exciting. Yes. Jurassic World Velocicoaster opened summer of 2021. What a summer it was. It really was. The summer of Velocicoaster. Wow. I The first time I rode this was like an adrenaline dump in my body. I yes. was like shaking walking away from this ride. I've ridden it like... I think five or six times since. Really? It is still incredible. It is still so exciting, but nothing beats that first time when you're like, I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. And, and like you said, it's it's a sense of excitement, right? It's it's that excited, scared feeling where you don't know what's about to come, but like you get tons of airtime. I mean- uh, It goes I, so fast. Yeah. It is the, it's the fastest roller coaster at Universal Orlando. For sure. Yeah. Two separate launches, a bunch of rolls and flips and hills- because it is so thrilling, if you do want to experience Jurassic World Velocicoaster, you have to be 51 inches or taller. So it is for our taller adventurers out there. So Jurassic World Velocicoaster is set in the world of Jurassic World, the movie. Yes. Uh, the name might have tipped you off. <laughs> Shocking. <laughs> it is sort of this kind of emergence that we're seeing in the Jurassic Park land of starting to include some of those Jurassic World elements, which yeah. is really exciting. Seeing that Jurassic World aesthetic, 
the blue signs versus the red signs. Yeah. Yeah, that might tip you off. So uh, the story of the ride is you're, you're in Jurassic World. Mm-hmm. This is the theme park. It's open. It's operating. And we have Claire from the movies, right, yes. who's operating the park. She's always trying to get more people in the door, deliver more thrills, more excitement. So what would be more exciting than putting a roller coaster track just through the middle of the Velociraptor paddock? I'll tell you what you're going to get. What? More teeth. More teeth. Yeah. <laughs> and of course, we see Owen Grady there as well, who's like, this is a terrible idea. Usually he's right. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's a pretty good idea. It turned out to be a pretty good roller coaster. Honestly, it's a great coaster. So, uh, you know, I, I see Claire's point. But you do get to experience the thrill of the pack, right? Because you're you're riding al- with the pack. Yeah, you're riding yeah. alongside these velociraptors. And uh, and they're they're jumping, dodging, diving, screeching. Roaring like it's a whole it, you you are part of their pack. So as you're walking through this incredible queue line, mm-hmm. um, so at the beginning there's like this gorgeous statue of the Velociraptors there. Uh, you, you see like kind of this big feature, uh, this big featured hill that that you you can't miss when you're coming up to the roller coaster. Really tall, uh, and there's like the video. Mr. DNA makes an appearance. Yeah! He's like, hey kids. I love that Mr. DNA comes back because he's such a prominent part of the first film. And speaking of, there's so many references to the films in that queue line. So when you're walking through the queue, you're obviously going to see these incredible windows where the roller coaster blazes right by you. You're going to see the most amazing Velociraptor animated figures that I think have ever been built. My gosh. Okay. That, That moment, I mean, that is a heightened part of the queue. Like, you know, when you go through a, you know, a roller coaster, you expect to stand in line and yeah. you don't expect a lot of things to look at, but you are walking through a raptor paddock with living, breathing, literally breathing dinosaurs, like a couple feet from you. Very close. It, it is. It is. I think the queue line is as thrilling as the coaster itself. Because An amazing so photo much. op. Yeah. And video. You're going to want to get video, not just a photo of these oh, raptors because yeah. they are moving, they are breathing, they're mm-hmm. shaking, trying to get out of their restraints. Mm-hmm. They're so freaking cool. Very thrilling. <laughs> Very thrilling. And there's tons of little Easter eggs as well, references to the movie. Uh, there's You can find like a model of the ride vehicle. You can find, oh, what are some of the other ones? You can see like scratches if you look out the window. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it, it, when, once you're upstairs, you, you're seeing some of like the dino containment unit. Of course. Like their equipment. Yeah. There's like even, <laughs> there's like a, a liability waiver on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> like That's if, one of my favorite parts. If you were a real guest, like, hey, we're going to send them in a Velociraptor paddock. Let's have them sign the liability Just waiver. Just so y'all know, there's four raptors out there, so good luck. <laughs> Hope your coaster goes fast. There's even a little, like, animal training clicker. There's some really cool features on the ride itself. Yeah. So uh, everyone's going to see, it's, it's called the Mosasaurus roll. Yeah. Uh, it's like the very last part of the ride. You do this incredible barrel roll right over the lagoon in Islands of Adventure, when you're on the ride, you're just looking up and it's like, oh, I'm about to get wet. Yeah. But you don't. It's fine. Uh, but there's there's just little moments as well. And and you'll notice like as you ride it again and again, obviously that huge top hat going over the top of that thing. The boosts are so much fun. Oh, you're going fast and then you go faster. Like, uh, must go faster. Um, <laughs> very Like crazy fast. Like, there's, there's one part in the second half of the ride where it flips you upside down. And instead of just doing the full corkscrew, it just like leaves you upside down for a yeah, little bit longer yeah. than it normally does. Speaking of airtime, <laughs> that was a moment that I was like, oh no. <laughs> Uh-oh. The beginning of the ride, you're starting in the Velociraptor paddock, like alongside like Blue and Charlie and Delta and Echo. And they're just like right next to you. And they're like, let's run, let's run. As you can see, we are huge fans of Velocicoaster. It is, it is never ending, the excitement that it brings. 
It's crazy. It's out of control, but it is so much fun. I was promise. That a good, was that a good play-by-play? That was a very good play-by-play. Okay. Promise that is a must-do. I would say both of us say that that is a number one must-do. Yeah, make sure you Jurassic prioritize Park. getting over there and riding Jurassic World Velocicoaster. And stick around until the end of the episode to hear us ride it. But there is so much else going on over there. So much. Yeah, especially well, for our younger adventurers. Yeah. Yeah. And let's start just right across from uh, Jurassic World Velocicoaster. Yeah. Because, so right over there, we have our Velociraptor Encounter. Yeah. Which is great for the kids. Amazing. You literally stare down the teeth of Blue, one of the Velociraptors you can meet. She comes out to meet you. And there is a raptor expert that is there with that animal clicker, like you were talking about. I loved her outfit. She had like a hat. And she had like the Jurassic World patches on. Very official. She's very much in charge. And she has to be. Because that, that, is a, that is a predator that you're, you're standing wrangling there. a raptor. Absolutely. I'm not really sure how they figured out, like, it's you can come face-to-face with a raptor and it's not going to eat you. Well, I'm, they're well-trained. I, you know what? Let's leave it up to our listeners, okay? Listen to our experience hanging out with Blue the Raptor earlier today. This is Blue, ladies and gentlemen. You guys ready to come up in here? Oh, yeah. I've never met a raptor before. I, I, I've seen one. Okay. okay. It's a little bit different in real life. Now, are you okay with the fact that I, I, I'm not sure if she got fed back there? That was the point that we had her back there. So are you okay? Yeah, yeah, okay, sure. Yeah. Come on up. You guys are going to be my test group. Come right up there to that line. Don't get any closer than that. Now, we just got to let her get accustomed to you. So Carrie, you're, you're a good foot off this line, Carrie. I'm going to back up, Carrie, right to the line there. Yeah, that's right. Now, you can turn around for just a second. I don't know if I can. You don't want to look at me? Yeah, I don't know if I want to. Just put your hand up like this. Don't do You know what happens? She can sense your fear. She's going after you. Easy. Hey, no, ma'am. Uh-uh. Put your hand up, guys. Tell her easy. Carrie, I could not handle it. I don't know if you hear how much I'm cracking up in that audio. I, I wish I could say I was laughing. Why? I was not. Why were you so terrified? <laughs> like, I'm very convinced that that is definitely a dinosaur. And it snaps at you. It does. I know. So the way they have it set up right now is like there's a line and they're like, the, the, the trainer's like, oh, yeah, just stand up on the line. Yeah, just, just, like, just stand with your back to the giant. This thing was like seven or eight feet tall. Ginormous. Huge. Like, did you see the tail like way out the back of the Velociraptor? Yes, I did. That tail was incredible. Yeah. I also saw the teeth, David. <laughs> I couldn't focus on much else. I was, I was like, oh, look at that tail. Look at what that. What I'm confused about, how come it only lunged at me? Is it because you're because taller? Because you were reacting. Oh. You were so scared. It's, it smells your fear. Oh, boy. Predators do that, don't she they? She does. Okay. Okay. Well, next time I'll try and be not so scared. Just but keep it together a little bit. Head on over to Raptor Encounter and meet Blue from Jurassic World. Also, there's baby raptors that you can meet. Yeah, sometimes you'll get treated to seeing one of those raptor experts actually holding a, a little baby raptor. Yeah, we have baby Tango and baby Sierra. Uh, they are fresh hatchlings from the Discovery Center, and they are adorable. They're so much fun, and you can really kind of get up close and personal, and that's extra special for our, like, very tiny adventurers. They're so cute. They are really cute. Yeah, with all those little razor-sharp teeth. Oh, the those, teeth again. Those scary little <laughs> eyes. They're very adorable. Head on over and see them at the Raptor Encounter. Now, next to the Raptor Encounter is another sort of uh, marquee attraction, and part of the opening lineup of Universal's Islands of Adventure's attractions uh, is the Jurassic Park River Adventure. Yeah, this one's a classic. Yeah, this it, is a very good ride. Definitely one of my favorite rides. I try to ride it every single time I come to the parks. I I love it. I love boat rides. I love like 
a flume drop, yeah. you know, at the yeah. end. Yeah. But this one is set in the world of Jurassic Park, That's of right. course. So you're on the Jurassic Park River Adventure. You're cruising through the river. You're seeing like all these huge dinosaurs on either side of the vehicle. Yeah. Uh, maybe something goes wrong, you know? What? 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 How? A Jurassic theme park, park? ride? That what? Something happens. goes wrong? Crazy. And you get bumped off course uh, and you end up with all the predators and all the raptors and the, the spitty dinosaurs. Dilophosaurus. Dilo- Thank you, dinosaur expert. Yes, the Dilophosaurus. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Good for that. And then, of course, coming face to face at the crowning moment of the ride with the giant T-Rex before you drop down 85 feet right between its legs and splash back down into the river below. It's a great ride for a hot day. Yes, it is. For a hot summer day. And it's suitable for some of our uh, smaller friends. It's uh, You only have to be 42 inches to ride that. Not too bad. It's great. It's I will say it's a pretty gentle ride. It's a river ride, except for, of course, the drop at the end. Yes. But, I mean, it's it's a river ride. You're chilling. Um, If the kids love the dinosaurs... They might love being up close and personal. Yeah. It does get a little scary in the dark towards the end. Worth but you it. know what? Those little adventurers, those little dino fans, they're brave. I they're believe kinda. in them. We tried to capture our experience on the river adventure. Yes, we did. Uh, let's let's see what it sounds like plummeting 85 feet. <laughs> it's an ultrasaur, in fact. It, it says ultrasaur lagoon right there. Is that how you knew? Yeah, that's how I knew. <laughs> <laughs> this is Incredible, David, because you're on this boat ride, you're surrounded by vegetation. Dinosaurs. You feel like you're in the middle of the jungle. Get this point there. He's got something stuck in his teeth. My dude, you got a, you got a little. Okay. There's a dino. That's a little guy. <laughs> I'm covered in the Dilophosaurus spit. Oh boy. Oh man. Oh, there's a T-Rex. That's so cool. <laughs> that is a big T-Rex. Now I hate this, David. David. Here we go. It's enormous. <laughs> 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 well, I'm pretty wet. I feel great. I feel great. <laughs> that that good, T-Rex is enormous. That T-Rex is cool. Oh. <laughs> I'm I'm impressed by your dino facts. I'm impressed during the ride. I'm impressed by the splash that happened at the end of that ride. One half of my body was wet. Yeah, my le- I was sitting on the left side of the boat, so my left half of my body was wet. Yeah, my front half Were was you, wet. Did you get splashed pretty good? Yeah, I did. there's like always a debate, like where do we sit for the least splash? I don't know. You're gonna get splashed. Yeah, no matter it's where not, you sit. It's not crazy wet though. No, I I feel this is. In my opinion, anecdotally, because you could get soaked, I guess. Yeah, true. But like, I feel like when I ride it, you you get like splashed, but I'm happy to walk off the ride and dry off as I'm walking. You Definitely, know what I mean? especially on a hot summer day. It's going to dry off quickly. Yeah. What we did do after we rode <laughs> oh, yeah, was we went over to the splash zone, <laughs> yes. which is this little bridge kind of on the side of Thunderfalls Terrace right there. It's right next to where the drop is, right next to the River Adventure. Yes. And that is where you can get the full-on splash and get soaked. 100%. And we chose that. We did for the podcast. That's exactly right. Do it right. for the podcast. Yes. <laughs> Hashtag do it for the podcast. And then we were soaked, soaked. Yes, we were. But it felt really nice. It was great. It was Again, nice. it was a hot day. So, you know, we, we took advantage of all the splashing that we could. Now, listen, if you do have dino fans that want to kind of get into 
get into the lore of the island and get into some of the science and some of the discoveries, head on over to the Jurassic Park Discovery Center. This is a great place for kids to chill out. It's inside. It's air-conditioned. There are so many activities uh, to check out. You can search for fossils. You can take some great photos with life-size dinosaurs. There's a stegosaurus. There's a brachiosaurus. There's a T-Rex in there. Uh, you can watch dinosaurs be born yeah. Literally hatch out of eggs. They they have like the eggs in the little incubators and yeah. you can try to like identify what dinosaurs in there. And if you time it right, you just might get to see one hatch and they have their, their scientists there. Yeah. Here's a really cool thing that we saw today yeah. in action. Uh, so we went up to the, to the sort of uh, science window over there where the hatchlings uh, were being born. And when the dinosaur is born... Anyone can name the dinosaurs. We have to, you know, give them a name. And one of the one of the really cute kids in the front decided to name the baby dinosaur Raptor Blue. Raptor Blue. Yay! They didn't take my suggestion. What was your suggestion? Greg. <laughs> Greg the Dino. That's a good name. That's a very good name, David. I'm going I, back. I just I think that little I'm girl was like a dinosaur. <laughs> and you know what? If you do get to name a dinosaur, you get a certificate that has the name on it of your dinosaur. And if you ever come back. You can bring that certificate to the Discovery Center, and they will tell you about the uh, how your dinosaur is doing. That's awesome. The Discovery Center is so cool. That's one of my favorite places to hang out as well. I but I love like science and yeah. museums and stuff like that. There's there's two ways in. If you're just walking on kind of the main path, you'll see the sign for for Burger Digs up there, uh, and there's a retail store. And then you can go in and go down the stairs past the giant T Rex fossil and get down into the the cool like attraction part of the Discovery Center. Yeah. Or now. That uh, the Velocicoaster is built. The exit of Velocicoaster comes out right next to the the, the downstairs door yes. of the Discovery Center. So you go right in there after the ride. You know, while you're while you're working off that adrenaline, you can you can <laughs> while play you're some getting dino your heart trivia. rate back to and, a resting state. <laughs> yeah. So after we left the Discovery Center, we headed on over to one of my favorite new places, and I say new because I never got to experience it before until today. Camp Jurassic. So much fun. It's like a total kids' play area where you get to experience all this cool dinosaur stuff. I mean, there's like a boneyard and there's fossils and there's like water shooting out of velociraptor heads and netting that you can climb and slides. It's a ton of fun. If you have kids with a lot of energy, take them over to Camp Jurassic. Yeah, especially if, uh, you know, your little adventurers aren't tall enough to maybe go on Velocicoaster, to go on the Jurassic Park River Adventure. That's a great place to maybe kind of divide and conquer. Like, send the kids over to Camp Jurassic, you know, with one of the parents or an older sibling or something like that. Just send them over there to hang out, get some energy out, run around. They can climb through the caves and they can squirt water at each other. And uh, Camp Jurassic is also home to one of the most exclusive rides at all of Universal Orlando. That's right. And I'm talking about Pteranodon Flyers. Listen, I have never experienced Pteranodon Flyers. We got to get you on this ride. In fact, you cannot ride Pteranodon Flyers unless you have a child with you that is under 56 inches. That's why it's exclusive. So Let's break down Pteranodon Flyers. Yeah, let's talk about the exclusivity of who can ride. If you are between 36 and 56 inches, you may ride it. You do have to have an accompanying guardian. If you are less than 48 inches. That's correct. So if you're a little kid, you need a big kid or an adult. Yes. If you're a big kid, you're good. Yes. If you're an adult, you you're need You're not a kid. good. That's right. <laughs> that's why it's exclusive. The bottom line is if you do have a younger one that's between 36 and 56 inches, 
get their butts on on Tyrannid on flyers so you can ride it as well. Yeah, the only reason we're like belaboring this is because it is such a cool ride. It really is. I've gotten to go on it before uh, with some of my friends' kids. It's this soaring adventure above your head in Camp Jurassic. So you're just kind of gliding around through the tops of the trees. You get the most incredible view of Jurassic Park, of the Velocicoaster, of the rest of Islands of Adventure. It's super cool. Really beautiful. The kids will love it. Yeah. The adults will love it. The adults will all be trading off with the kids so that they can go on it. It's awesome. This is a worldwide brand. I mean, it is global. It is it is enjoyed uh, by adults, by kids all over the world. In fact, uh, our sister park, Universal Studios Hollywood, does have a Jurassic World land. Yeah, they just updated their Jurassic Park River Adventure to yes. include some of the dinosaurs from Jurassic World. That's right. And We're characters. Very excited about that. Um, also, New Park Universal Beijing has some Jurassic World excitement going on over there. So uh, check it out online. There's just a, a ton of excitement around this franchise. And if you're not ready for your Jurassic Park adventure to end when you leave the park, there's actually a really cool thing in Lowe's Royal Pacific Resort, which again, one of my favorite hotels at Very Universal. Good. They have Jurassic World kids suites. They're like super themed rooms. Dinosaurs all over the walls. The beds are actually those gyrosphere <gasps> rides from Jurassic World. Oh, That's like, a dream. Amazing. If if your little ones are like hardcore dinosaur lovers, uh, and if you can snag one of those Jurassic World kids suites, that would that would like make the vacation. Oh yeah, and you got to get on that that action quick. Because these are some exclusive rooms. If you are interested in checking out those kids' suites, I would definitely uh, head to the website for Lowe's Royal Pacific Resort, uh, the Universal Orlando website. Check in with them uh, and make sure you ask specifically for info on those suites. That's right. Or check the show notes. David, when you're over in Jurassic Park, you're going to get hungry. Hungry like a dinosaur. Yeah, you are. And what you going to eat? Dinosaur food. What's dinosaur food? Like dino uh, chow? Dino chow, yeah. Okay, so if you're in Jurassic Park and you're getting hungry, what is your favorite place to eat? Yeah, if you're looking for some dino chow, where do we eat today? We ate at the- Thunder Falls Terrace. Thunder Falls Terrace. That was delicious. Man, that food is off the charts. It really is. There was a good mix in there. They had like rotisserie chicken, mm-hmm. but then they had some like Cuban pork, like pernil. Oh, so good. That, did I pronounce it correctly? I think so. Pernil. Yeah, like that garlic mojo pork, uh, like with plantains, and yeah. uh, you can get it in like a rice bowl. You can get it on its own. So I got you can get the salad. turkey leg if you really do want to just oh, role play a dinosaur. That turkey leg is ginormous. Our stage manager Matt was chonking that turkey leg today. Hey Matt, he took it on. Turkey he just went is- for it. I've I've tried to like make it a more delicate experience and like actually take the fork and knife and like. Kind of carve the turkey leg. Hey, I mean that's, <laughs> but that's different not approaches. The theme park experience. Yeah. Come on. Now there are amazing other places to eat. There's of course Pizza Predatoria, uh, serving some uh, personal size pizzas and large pizzas for the family. Yeah. There's also Burger Digs. Yeah. Uh, burgers and fries, that good stuff. Yeah. Um, there's a few different kind of food and beverage carts throughout the land. Uh, they got that good stuff. They got the churros. They got mm-hmm. the popcorn. Um, and there's also Natural Selections. Oh, I love Natural Selections. They have like uh, fruit cups which is really delicious. They have some uh, fresh fruit out there. They have uh, a specialty churro to the Jurassic Park land. So go ahead and check that out. For guests 21 and up, there is the watering hole. Now, the watering hole serves up some really cool tropical libations to enjoy. Ooh. Ever-changing tropical libations. Good to know. So if you want to kind of, I mean, you have to remember, you're on you're on Isla Nublar, and that is a tropical island. So if you want to immerse yourself in sort of that tropical culture, hang out in the Florida sunshine, get yourself a tropical drink, the watering hole is your place. 
And while you're walking around with that churro, with that turkey leg, yeah. there's a couple cool like photo ops. Oh, yes. Um, you know, because you're in Jurassic World, you're in Jurassic Park, there's the constant threat of a dinosaur popping out of the trees trying to eat you. You've got to capture that moment. Yeah, yeah. So there's a couple dinosaurs that are popping out of the trees. Yeah. You can see uh, the Tyrannosaurus Rex uh, and the Spinosaurus. They're both standing out of the trees mm-hmm. uh, right above the iconic all-terrain vehicle. You, I promise you, if you head over to Jurassic Park, you're going to have an amazing day. In fact, we invited one of our experts, Shelby from Creative, to talk to us a little bit more about VelociCoaster and her role in the creative process. <laughs> We are joined here in the studio by Shelby from Creative, our very special guest, our DVIP dinosaur, very important person of this episode. Does that work? Expert on all things Jurassic, an honorary dinosaur trainer. (laughs) Oh, excellent! I think it's fair to say. I I I take that with pride. (laughs) Should welcome Shelby. So glad to have you. Um, We had an amazing time hanging out with you for lunch. Got to chill with you, got to pick your brain a little bit, and we know that you are a huge Jurassic Park fan. Is that right? That is correct. Well, of course. Uh, yes, it's, uh, you know, I'm not going to say embarrassing. It's awesome how many dinosaur toys I have. That's amazing. <laughs> Good for you. Well, uh, not even that you were able to kind of like be part of the creative process for VelociCoaster, our newest attraction. So tell us about your role with VelociCoaster. Of course. So I am a show producer with Universal Creative. So it is uh, the role to basically remove any creative obstacle that might come up. Sometimes those are schedule obstacles. Sometimes they are truly dinosaur obstacles. (laughs) Uh, And also working very closely with Universal Pictures to make sure that the dinosaurs we represented in Jurassic World Velocicoaster truly were Jurassic dinosaurs. I love that. Okay, what what makes a Jurassic dinosaur? Uh, So there are... Very specific things. And you have to think some of these dinosaurs have had decades of history. And uh, even like the T-Rex, like in its toys, it's a little bit oranger. But then on the screen, it's a little bit more green. And there's just this kind of middle ground you have to find that is specifically Jurassic. So we worked very closely with the filmmakers. And uh, for us, obviously, the raptors, making sure Charlie, Delta, Echo, Blue were as close to the film raptors as they could possibly be with their little quirks. I love that. That's amazing that every dinosaur has its own like distinct look and personality. So what we saw, we we got to walk the land a little bit today. And what we saw is that Jurassic Park and Jurassic World kind of occupy the same space in this amazing land of this franchise. So talk to us a little bit how that works to kind of have both of those amazing franchises together. So for us, something really unique and special we got to do at Islands of Adventure is put the best of the franchise all in one place. And we know from the little sneak peeks everyone now has gotten uh, for Jurassic World Dominion that some of the original stars are coming back and reprising their roles. So it really is going to create this timeline that is truly Jurassic, not Jurassic Park and Jurassic World, but Jurassic. And so being able to represent the best of the franchise was really cool. Um, So we worked really closely again with the filmmakers and they were very helpful, specifically even in like little color nuance. And uh, it's funny now, the things that are public that weren't then, but uh, they even encouraged us to go a little bit more amber in some areas and maybe step away from the blue of Jurassic World. And uh, now we see the Dominion poster and it is in fact a mosquito and amber. So just these little tiny... uh, areas where we could coordinate and make sure that we were aligning with where the franchise is going. So we wanted to make sure that the part of Jurassic World that you see from, say, River Adventure uh, to be a little bit more neutral, so a little bit more of the gray tones. And then 
as you turn, uh, right, the sign for Velocicoaster kind of slowly acclimating into the Jurassic world. So then once you're in our attraction, anything you can see from our attraction, we treat like it is inside Jurassic world with our attraction posters and some of these other pieces. So it is a little bit of a, a land-wide narrative that we've had some fun with. So if I'm, uh, maybe I'm coming to Universal's Islands of Adventure for the first time, what are some tips and tricks that you think are like must-dos for people coming to that Jurassic Park land? Of course. So I... Let's see. I think what I would say is to enter from the iconic arch. You get to see, uh, you know, that moment of entering Welcome uh, Jurassic, to Jurassic Park. <laughs> yes, exactly. You can do the voice. I think I do it every time I walk through. You should. You have to. Oh, I mean, listen. And then, like, uh, immediately after that, you'll see a sign for a little thing called Jurassic World Velocicoaster. Oh, uh, <laughs> I think uh, with Velocicoaster tips there, uh, as with any new attraction, hit it early. But I will also say uh, the queue is so uh, fun. And a lot of the notes we get from people is even when you're in the overflow queue, in the overflow queue, you get the best view of the Mosasaurus roll, which is this really cool moment. You actually have, like, the top hat, which is the 155-foot-tall drop on one side and the Mosasaur drop on the other side. So it's just, you're surrounded by people screaming. It's a lot of fun. All right. Well, now that we're talking all things dinosaur, I think we're going to turn it over to Shelby. We're about to throw down. Uh I have a challenge. You've clearly experts. You walked all around. You have experienced the best. I I don't know. I don't know. I think I'm just like, oh, that's the fish one. I don't know what it's called, you know. So this, We're gonna uh, find out what <laughs> this is name that dino. Ooh. Okay, you're going to guess the dinosaur's name and where you can experience or come face to face with that dinosaur at Islands of Adventure. Okay. Oh, I like that. Okay. Okay. okay, okay, okay. I'm ready. I'm ready. <sighs> All right. <laughs> These were some of the largest known flying reptiles, but not technically a dinosaur. With a wingspan of over seven meters, this dino was considered to have a diet of fish. You can also ride on one right in our park, but you must have a child with you. We know this one. I'm going to give this one to David. This is the Pteranodon, and you can find it on Pteranodon Flyers over you, in Camp Jurassic. You are correct. Yes! <laughs> that, is like, that is like the holy grail of rides over there at Jurassic Park. Okay, 10 All points. Right. Do you get points? Are we have, are we, do you have points now? Sure, We're, I'll take a point. Yeah. Okay. All right. I didn't know pteranodons were not dinosaurs. Are they not? Oh, yeah. You said they weren't. Yeah. What are they? Birds? So a lot of things in the... I I don't want to speak out of turn here. The Mm. scientists would know better. But a lot of things are truly reptiles in this phase. Oh, yeah. Reptiles. So actually, speaking of that... This just became a science podcast. Okay, I'm ready. We're just going to get a paleontologist on here. (laughs) Archaeologist on here. Uh, So this next dinosaur is similar in that it is not a dinosaur. It is a river lizard. Uh, it is twice as long as Jurassic Park's T-Rex and three times as heavy. It lived in the late Cretaceous period about 70 million years ago. A diet largely comprising, they would say, of fish, marine reptiles, and seabirds, but also perhaps a shark. I know what it is. I'm trying okay, to get go it ahead, to go ahead, go try- ahead, It's go the Mosasaur. It is! <laughs> it took me a moment. That's where- so good. River And where can you experience the Mosasaur? Oh. Gosh, on the beer taps of the <laughs> Isla Nublar IPA. I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> uh, I mean, in the park, luckily, it doesn't jump up to bite you when you go on the Velocicoaster over the so-named Mosasaur roll. 
And I'm going to get bonus points on this one. Not really, because bonus points don't exist. But if you're riding the River Adventure at Universal Studios Hollywood with the new Jurassic World updates, you can see the Mosasaur on the ride. You can. Oh, wow. That was was nothing but net. Drop the mic. (laughs) Yikes. That was worth two points. Catch up, Carrie. I'm trying. Working on it. I'm ready. Now I'm getting competitive. All right. This next dino, this is question number three. It is, uh, I will say this is one of our more challenging questions. It is known as a herbivore that walked as both biped and quadruped. It has a duck bill. It lives in Hadrosaur Cove. And you want to be careful as it might poke its head up from the water. That would be a Parasaurolophus. And that would be found in the river adventure on both sides of the boat. Uh, as soon as you go to the left, where you should be going straight uh, towards the cove, you go to the left and you get in some velocir- velociraptor trouble. Uh, 100%. Oh, and wow. thank, thank you. Thank you. Even can here we, I say beautiful pronunciation. Yeah, can we hear that thank one more you. time? Parasaurolophus. Parasaurolophus. Uh, on to our fourth question. Uh, this dinosaur featured prominently in the 2001 film Jurassic Park 3. Uh, it traded out uh, the Tyrannosaurus to become the main antagonist. It's the Spinosaurus. Oh my Spinosaurus! God. <laughs> There's too many. Where, okay. And where can you experience the Spinosaurus? Where, David? Where? This is, well, it's another one of the giant photo ops. There's a giant T-Rex photo op, and then there's a giant uh, Spinosaur uh, photo op. I think it's, right now, I think it's uh, right after you go through the big gates. Well, pin a rose on your nose. (laughs) (laughs) Three for three. (laughs) All right. This is number five. I think there are two more, so there is a chance we could have a tie. (sighs) Okay. All right. I'm ready. All right. Paleontologists believe this dinosaur was approximately the size of a turkey. In-gen scientists, and in the film developed a more visible and impressive specimen by studying the Dionychus. That would be a Velociraptor. Correct! And you can experience them in Jurassic Park River Adventure. They're like tearing stuff up on the way up the the giant, you know, incline towards the T-Rex. They're bad news. They are, uh, yeah, so staple in the franchise and they're always somewhere. They're the perfect, like, little sneaky... Right? Get at ya. Okay, well, here's my question. You said they were the the size of a turkey. And if you watch Jurassic Park the original, um, Dr. Alan Grant does explain that uh, that they're the size of a turkey and then they, they got so much bigger and they got so much more, I don't know, is it, was it just natural selection or was it biological blow up? What, what, what happened? I think in uh, canon, and actually, so I took this text directly from one of our signs that's out in the park. This is actually the sign that is directly across from the entrance to River Adventure. Uh, it has a little note, basically like you're looking into the raptor exhibit of Velocicoaster, which you are. Um, but yeah, the note that we got um, from the filmmakers is that the scientists at Jurassic World developed a more visible and impressive specimen because you have to think uh, if there are some little turkeys running around in there, that wouldn't be very exciting. Right. Uh, that's what the compies are for. The little compies. <laughs> <laughs> Turkeys don't poppies. sell tickets. Yeah, no, no, no. You need teeth. <laughs> That's what I heard. <laughs> oh, man. This is the final question. This is the final question. You All can right. tie it up, Carrie. I feel good. I feel All right. good. The name for this dino comes from Greek and Latin words meaning tyrant lizard king. It is one of the largest dinosaurs to have walked the earth. It is bipedal. It means it walks on two hind legs. Right, I'm feeling good about the gestures that are happening over yeah. there. Uh, and you might want to be careful. You come face to face with one immediately before an 85 foot drop. That Tyrannosaurus Rex! 
and I'm doing my T-Rex arms to show <laughs> yes, you. Yes, the T-Rex arms are my style. I was like, she's got it. She's got the T-Rex arms. <laughs> Shelby, thank you so much for letting me redeem myself. Are we are we officially tied? I think we tied. Do we agree to tie? I agree to a tie. Okay, that's fair. I'll give you I'll give you one extra point for the Mosasaurus thank you. Uh, discussion. Thank you. You're welcome, David. Shelby, you are a rock star. Thank you for joining us today. Uh, on behalf of the podcast, thank you for being our Jurassic expert. You got it. Thank you, guys. <laughs> All this Jurassic World Velocicoaster talk. Carrie, let's get back out there. Let's bring the mics along. Oh, yeah. Take a listen to Carrie and I on Jurassic World Velocicoaster. You know, here's the thing. You know, you're approaching this raptor paddock and you're hearing the sounds. There's raptors everywhere. Wow. David, I just want to say your hair still looks great from that ride this morning. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> wow. Hair by Velociraptor. Wow. I was impressed that you, it, you, it sounded like you were making raptor sounds. I, I wasn't. I think it was the raptors <laughs> that were scream. making the raptor sounds. No, your scream. At some oh, point, you're yeah, like, no. <laughs> What a thrilling coaster. We've ridden it a bunch of times we now. We have. And it's no less exciting every single time. So it's one of those coasters, you know, you know how like, you expect things from coaster. Like when you go upside down, you're like, oh, I'm gonna stay upside down for a second. No, no. This this thing is rolling you from side to side, up and down, all over the track. You never know if you're gonna be weightless. You never know if you're gonna feel more G's than necessary. I mean, it's it's just there's there's so many surprises in and, this ride. And it never stops. Yeah. Like it's always pushing. Every single Harder, part of faster. the ride, there's yeah. something. You're banking, you're twisting, you're flipping. Like any any other roller coaster that would have like, oh, here's just a moment where you can take a breath. Yeah. There isn't one because then nope. they'll tip you to the side real quick or throw you upside down. Always trying to throw you off. Insane. Really, really great. David, we have had a prehistoric adventure through Jurassic Park today and I had a blast. Holy Cretaceous period. <laughs> uh, I think we better take our listeners through our Take 5 Rewind top five takeaways from today's episode. We're rewinding it all the way back 65 million years. Number one, ride those amazing attractions Mm -hmm. in Jurassic Park. Some of my favorites in the entire park. Love the Jurassic Park River Adventure. Check out Jurassic World Velocicoaster. It really is incredible. Uh, Like Shelby said, if you're looking forward to riding it, make sure you get there early. Make it a priority to get on that thing. You'll want to ride it probably multiple times during the day. Definitely. Ride it during the day. Ride it at night when it all is lit up and it's like a whole different experience. And hey, if you're staying at one of our Universal Orlando hotels, you can even utilize early park admission to make sure you're in the park up to an hour early right there at Jurassic Park ready to go when Velocicoaster opens. 
Number two, get an express pass to ride Jurassic Park River Adventure to make the most of your time. Look, those express passes really cut down on some of the wait times. You want to spend that time doing other cool stuff in the park, so make sure to get that express pass. Also, if you're staying at a premium hotel like Lowe's Portofino Bay Hotel or Royal Pacific Resort, even Hard Rock Hotel, Orlando, you can use that universal express pass that comes with your hotel stay. Number three, like we talked about, there's a ton to do for kids in Jurassic Park. There is so much fun stuff for every dinosaur lover out there, <laughs> the little dinosaur lovers, the big dinosaur lovers. But, uh, you know, it's a great way to let them run around, get some energy out in the middle of the day. It's kind of situated right in the middle of of the ring of, of Islands of Adventure. So you might end up there halfway through the day when the kids need to, to run around and have fun over there in Camp Jurassic. Uh, and not to mention... You don't even have to really ride the rides to enjoy all the awesome stuff that there is there in Jurassic Park. So you have the Discovery Center. You have the Velociraptor Encounter. Like I said, you have Camp Jurassic. You can even stand next to the Jurassic Park River Adventure in the Splash Zone and just get soaking wet. <laughs> I, I've seen kids out there just for hours spending out there just getting splashed. It's like a water ride without having to wait for a water ride. Number four, we have our hidden gems, the watering hole and natural selections. They are great options for unique food and drink. So head on over to the watering hole and take in the ambiance of Jurassic Park. You won't regret it. And number five, if you want to stay immersed in the world of Jurassic Park, stay at Lowe's Royal Pacific Resort in a Jurassic World kids suite. I know the kids will love it. I mean, I would love it. Definitely. I don't know if I fit in the bed, but I would try. Hey, worth it to sleep in a gyrosphere. David, today was a whirlwind day. Thank you so much for being my partner in crime as always. Yeah, and thank you all so much for listening. Get ready for future episodes this season. We're going to be talking special events, dining, and more. Very special thank you to our dinosaur VIP Shelby and Blue, of course. Uh, And as always, thanks to our executive producer, Michelle, our producer, Kelsey, our engineer, Art, and thank you all for listening. To learn more about Universal Parks and Resorts, head to our show notes for links to our Discover Universal blog for a more in-depth look around our destination. While you're there, sign up to receive emails that will include articles, videos, and this podcast delivered right to your inbox to prepare for your next vacation. If you liked what you heard, leave us a review and don't forget to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts.